Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Hello and welcome back. I'm Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Training and Development. Welcome to our podcast, Scale Up and Grow. I am so excited to talk about something that so many of us have had to deal with, some accidentally, some intentionally. But let's talk about changing careers. Let's talk about some ways that we can really try and do it successfully. So here's the first question. Are you ready for a career change. Here's the thing, it's never too late. It's never too late to try a new career. Try something out for size, especially when it's something that, you know what, I I don't even know if I'm gonna like this, but I want to try something different. But changing careers can be a significant challenge depending on your career of choice. So let me share with you um, some tips to successfully change your career. However, if you're committed, there's no reason you can't find a new line of work that fulfills you and pays the bills. I love using my dad as an example. Now, we're going way, 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 way back. But I can remember my father graduated college and became an elementary school teacher. He wanted to be a coach. He didn't go into coaching. He became an elementary school teacher years ago. We're talking in, you know, in the late mid 60s. Later on, he decided to become a supervisor at Mobile Oil. Big career change, right? You ready for the last one? And then he decided he went to go back to school and he became a dentist. I remember my father going to dental school. I thought my mother was going to uh, flip her lid, but guess what? He did it, and he was a successful dentist for over 20 years. So think about that. Think hard before you leap, before you just think about, I'm going to do something different because I hate what I do. I don't want it to be because you hate what you do. I want it to be because you're thinking, you know what? There's some other things I want to try out. It's okay to do that. You may have quite a bit of work ahead of you. So think about it before you just leap into it. So I want to give you a few activities to successfully make a career change and do the work that you were meant to do. I am doing something totally different than I was 30 years ago. You know, and I say that, but maybe not quite fully different, but I'm definitely in my passion work now. So I want you to do this. You're ready. Grab a piece of paper. If you're listening to the podcast in the car, go back and listen to it again when you're settled down, because I want you to grab a piece of paper and I want you to take a list. Ready? Here's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to make a list of what you don't like about your current position. You notice I didn't say about your company you work for. I want you to think about what you don't like about your current position. If you're considering a change, there must be something that's rubbing you the wrong way, something that eh, you're not excited to get to the office, you're not excited to do the work that you were hired to do. So it might be your company. It just might be, I hate it when it's that, but it might be, it might be the people or it could be your position. So maybe you just weren't cut out 
to be a CPA, <laughs> right? Maybe you weren't cut out to be a lawyer. I am amazed at how many ex-lawyers I have run into, both male and female, but how many ex-lawyers are out there or those that have their law degree, but they're not practicing law anymore. They're doing something a little bit different. So consider the things that you don't want to see in your next career, okay? Number two, I want you to make a list of what you like. Make a list about what you like about your current position because it can't be all bad, right? What are things about your current company, the people that you work with, the position, the responsibilities? What are some of those things that you really enjoy? What would you like to see in your next position. So first list, think about what you don't like and, and just make a short list. Try, try five things. Here's five things that I really don't like about what I'm doing right now. And I, I'm going to challenge you on just don't think about the company because there are some companies that you can go work for that I call it the courting season. The courting season is really, really nice until you've been there six months, you know, 18 months and you're like, oh, wait, this place is just as crazy as the last one. So don't get me wrong. I know there are probably going to be some things about a particular company that you know you don't want to, um, to have in your next company that you work for. But I want you to really think about that outside of just the company. What are maybe those five, five or six things that you don't want it, that you don't like about the current position that I want you to think about five or six things that you like. Right, let's look at the third one. I want you to consider your values. Perhaps your most important value is helping people, but you spend your days driving a delivery truck, right? A position helping others directly might be more to your liking. So list your values and consider careers that dovetail with that. Think about that. Think about your values and then think about what careers would really match that. If I'm a delivery driver and I really love helping people, I may not be in the right career. And that's really an important thing to really think about because sometimes it's not, it's not that the company is a bad company. We're just not a good fit for that company or even better, that company's not a good fit for us. And it's okay. It is absolutely okay when that happens. Here's the next I want you to try. I want you to brainstorm a list of career possibilities that take into account those first three items, your likes, your dislikes, and your values. Your likes, your dislikes, and your value. Now that you've given some of this a little bit of thought to what you like and don't like and what your values are, I want you to think about careers that can help satisfy all of those requirements. And remember, be very careful just honing in on company, right? Now you could say something like, you know what? I never want to work for a company of this size. I want to work for a company this size. Maybe you don't like, you know, the Fortune 100 companies. Maybe you want to work for a, a smaller company. Maybe it's 50 or 60 employees. Maybe it's, you know, 10 or 12 employees. Think about what you really value, or you may want to go the other direction. Maybe like, you know, all of, maybe all you've ever done is work for 
uh, a company that has, you know, 25 employees. Maybe you want to get to something bigger, maybe three, four, 500 or 5,000, you know, employee company. It's okay if you want to, but I want you to think about your values, what it is you dislike about your current position and what it is you like about it. Let's talk about what else do you need. If you're planning a significant change, you'll probably need to learn a few new skills. So you might even need to go back to school. Consider what you need to add to your resume and make a plan to make it happen. One of the most exciting things you can do is when you start looking at, you know, what is in the job market right now? Because there are different seasons and different things going on, you know, in the economy. Is there something that, you know, is is triggering your eye that's making you think, ah, I think I might want to consider that. Now's the time to start investigating. That's what you want to do. So when you think about what else you need, I need you to put your investigative hat on. Start looking at the job requirements for these other positions that you may consider. And then if there's something you can do within your current company that can help you prepare for that, consider doing that. Next, I want you to set a goal. Know what you want and put your vision to paper. I want you to write it out. I want you to write it out. And we all know that our goals have to be smart. You want it to be a smart goal. You want to be able to measure it. You want to make sure that it's attainable and reasonable and you want to time bound that. But here's the other thing I want you to do with that. I want you to read your goal every day. Every day I want you to read your goal. Develop a reasonable plan to reach your goal in the near future and create a goal that inspires you. If you know that there might be three skill sets or maybe there's only two skill sets that you need to have to consider applying for that next position, think about that. What's the time frame that you can do it in? And I want to encourage you on something else. Women, we have a tendency to think that we have to be 110% qualified before we apply for a position. Men do not think like that. So even if you are not 100% qualified and you can't dot all the I's and cross all the T's, I want you to consider it. Consider applying for that position if you are at 75 or 80% qualified and think about the opportunity and what you can learn at least by going through the inter interview process. Think about that. Set your goal. Next in line, I want you to consider network. I want you to consider your network. Applying for an existing position that is known to the public is like trying to win the lottery, right? It's, it's like everybody's going for it. They have no idea who to select. And it is, it's hard. It is extremely hard if you are on the hiring side and you get 50 resumes, let alone 500 resumes, and you're trying to decipher who to interview, who not to interview, and everybody's looking the same on paper. So consider your network. Your best bet is to leverage the people that you know, whether it is in one of your Facebook groups and they're like, hey, you know what? I'm really interested in this or I'm considering this. You know, does anyone have any connections in those fields? I'd like to talk to someone about, you know, 
the requirements or the atmosphere in a particular company. So try to get the inside scoop on your dream job. Let everyone know that you're looking to make a change, but be careful. You don't want to burn any bridges at your current job until you are ready to move on. And I know that that can be kind of a slippery slope and, you know, it it can be a little tricky sometimes, but it's okay to reach out to some trusted connections that say, you know, I'm interested in, or I notice you're connected here. I'm considering, I'm considering a career change. I'm not sure, but I'm considering one. Love to have some uh, connections with, you know, this particular company or this particular individual. Contact headhunters. A reputable headhunter only gets paid when they find you a job and they are paid by the employer. So you're, you're also likely to get a lot of good advice. After all, they know what companies are looking for right now. So think about that. If you connect with a headhunter that is hiring for a particular job that you're looking for, remember you're looking for a career change, they know the inside scoop. They know the ins and outs. They know whose resumes are going to look good to that employer. And if you're missing some skill set, I think they're going to tell you. Because if you think about a headhunter's position, the last thing they want to do is recruit people that they know have zero chance of getting a job. That's going to make them look bad, right? That's the whole purpose is for them to decipher through all of these resumes and all of these LinkedIn accounts and help bring the best qualified candidates to the table. Consider contacting Ed Headhunter. Here's another one I want you to think about. Be willing to take a step back. You might have to take a demotion or a pay cut in order to change careers. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it's necessary to take a small step back to eventually take a greater step forward. If you think about any of your friends or or great connections that you're like, you change jobs to get into a company you really wanted to, but you didn't get to make a uh, Uh, the same position. You didn't get to move to the same title that you had previous. So it wasn't a lateral move, right? It may have been considered a demotion. And here's the other thing. This is why I think it's so important to make sure that you know who your support system is, because you don't want people in your ear that are going to say, you know, that's stupid. You know, why did you do that? That makes no sense. You know what your plan and your goal is. And if that's what you think is a good fit for you to get your foot in the door at that particular company, in that particular position, then you need to go for it and make sure that you have a strategy and a plan. Sometimes, sometimes it is okay to take a little bit of a pay cut and maybe okay to to, uh, reduce that title a little bit if it's going to help you take a great step forward in the right direction. The last thing I want to share with you real quick is be patient. Finding a new position is usually quite challenging. You want to be patient with yourself, be patient with the process, because when you're thinking about not just finding a new position, but you're talking about finding a new position in a new field, that can be even more difficult because you're changing careers, you're changing fields. And 
sometimes it can be a little tough to do that. So you've got to be patient with yourself, be patient with the process. You have to be persistent. If you know that you have a skill set for this particular position that you want to go for, but maybe you just haven't used them in the last three, five, seven, 10, 15, 20 years. It's okay, but be patient with that. Expect that it will take some time, but keep working hard toward realizing what your dream is. So a few things will change your life um, more than a change of career, but it is worth the effort to find a job that you love. After all, think about this. We all spend 40 plus hours every week on a job. Whether you are the entrepreneur or the business owner, you're the executive, it doesn't matter if you are uh, in housekeeping, it doesn't matter what your title is. But when you think about it, we are in our jobs and at our jobs 40 plus hours a week. So take the time to make a very wise decision and then put it on paper, put it on paper and then start taking action, put a plan in place and then execute on that plan. It might be the beginning of a brand new adventure. I'm Mary Ricketts and these were some great tips to really help you change your career successfully. If you haven't done so yet, make sure that you go back and listen to all of our previous podcasts. Stay tuned for the next ones coming up. Share our podcast. We want to impact not just the Midwest. We want to impact coast to coast and we want to impact globally. We look forward to talking to you soon. Have a phenomenal week. Success is your life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.